0: Welcome to the Sick and Successful Podcast. This podcast was created with the purpose of being real, diving deep into the behind the scenes of what it's like to be successful while struggling with some of life's biggest challenges. In this podcast, there is no holding back. The tough questions are asked, hard things are said, and week after week, our hosts bring you tangible tips and tricks to live your best life. We're here to show you that you don't have to settle for good enough that you can shoot for the stars and accomplish your wildest dreams. The road to get there may look a little different, but we're here to prove to you that it's not only possible to be sick and successful, but it's possible for you. Dream big and tune
1: in. Welcome back to the Sick and Successful podcast. This is one of my favorite types of ways to record our podcast. It's just me and Shalinda today.
0: Ah, it's so nice that it's just the two of us, so I'm excited.
1: Me too. Not, not saying that I don't love when we have a special guest. Cause that's really fun too, but it's nice to just chat with you back to the old days.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's
1: like the topic
0: of conversation today is a good one. It's, it's about money, which for me, it's an uncomfortable conversation because growing up money was not really talked about openly and maybe it's different for you. So Natalie, I'd love to hear your thoughts on today's topic.
1: Yeah. It's interesting because money was never like topic of conversation in my household, but it also was never something like to hide or to not speak about. So I grew up kind of in the middle and I think my personality put me to the side of like, what do you make? I make this. Like I've just been always so open about money and never understood why people weren't. So that's why I'm excited to chat about this today. Yeah. And I
0: grew up in a very like competitive industry where your salary was something that like you never talked about because, you know, you knew that the other person could be making more than you and you didn't want to make things awkward. And so, yeah, just different experiences uh, brings, you know, a lot of great conversation to the table.
1: Totally. Yeah. And the industry, the first job I ever had coming out of university, I mean, every job I've ever had, I've negotiated a higher salary which is something I tell everyone to do. And as someone who hires people in previous companies, like everyone's willing to increase your salary, they're expecting it, especially in sales positions. Um, But I didn't know that was a thing. So I went, luckily my first job, my first interview was through a recruitment agency. And I had an amazing recruiter who literally walked me through the whole interview process. And then um, helped me negotiate a higher salary, so I got lucky, kind of starting off with with a helping hand. So yeah, that that's kind of my experience. <laughs> it's good to have like a
0: mentor, though, somebody to like help you understand the ropes of negotiation when it comes to money and and becoming comfortable and knowing your worth and what you bring to the table in your skill set and your talent. I'll never forget the first day of college. We were sitting in this like massive like room and uh, the teacher or their professor walked in and he, he was like, if you're in it for money, if you're in this radio career for money, there's the door. And all of us were just like looking around at each other, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, we knew that there wasn't money really to be made unless we worked our butt off and like developed a name for ourselves in the industry. And then we had that cred where we could, negotiate more. But I, my first job in the industry, I was like 19 fresh out of college and it was for a non-air position in like a small town. And the, the question of money came up in the early stages of the interview. And I remember them asking me like how much I was expecting in terms of salary. And I literally said, and I regret this to this day. I'll take whatever you give me.
1: Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine. And that
0: was less than $20,000 a year. Like it was insane. And like that was my like salary going off from college on my own into this business that I'm in and now to this day where it's so much different where now it's like the conversation of salary is way more um confident and I know my worth at this point because I've worked to have that uh cred to my name. Uh so when it comes to the discussion of money, I'm a little bit more ambitious and know what to say instead of just I'll take what you can give me. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> because crazy because people, people will use you in that situation and and Literally. you know you'll be I like, guarantee hey, they you know, were gonna give you more. I guarantee it. I can that's the thing now, looking back at it being in a senior position in the industry and looking down at these young broadcasters coming in, I'm always just like, man, ask for it. Because what are they going to say? No. Like if they want you bad enough, they'll make it happen. And I wish I would have known that when I was that age, because Mm -hmm. I would have been making much more money early on in my career rather than all these years later making up for it.
1: Well, you make a good point that people don't talk about this. If you aren't lucky and going in with a recruiter, then you think like, oh, you know, maybe 20 is a good salary. 20,000 a year is a good salary going out of, out of school. Or maybe I do remember that first job I got was 40K. And I was right out of university and it was 40K. And I think I negotiated an extra thousand or an extra week or something like that, a vacation, I forget. And I was like, <gasps> big girl job, like $40,000 a year. What you don't realize is then they take taxes and you're not taking that all home and whatever, whatever. But now opening the doors to our business and opening like behind the curtains, we literally made $30,000 on one of our launches and, um, in a month, or I guess in a week when we launched the course and, uh, it's something a lot of businesses don't talk about. And I, and that's why I am so open about our, you know, our pricing and that being up on our website and, and how much we make in a course and just being open because it's so important to show other women specifically that number one, literally hundred thousand dollars a year is like minimum wage now to actually make it by with a family and a house and a car and whatever. And that's what most people are striving to. So if they don't know what else is possible, then how are they going to strive for, you know, the stars when they don't know the stars are possible. So that's why we and I are so open about money. Well, you talked about our prices being
0: listed on our website and just me coming from a different background where money was not discussed and it was very hush hush. And you didn't really talk about that kind of stuff. It was, you know, the things that were discussed in an email or in person. And so I love the transparency that we bring to the table in our business because it kind of goes against that grain where it's not hush hush. This is how much we're worth. Like, you know, this is where the starting point is for the negotiation. If we want to, you know, go from there, this is where we value ourselves. And I think that a lot of business owners often do hide behind that veil of not disclosing their prices or their salary or th- like any any sort of you know money talk they leave yes. it for the behind the closed doors or for that conversation to happen
1: there's another podcast i listen to it's cubicle to ceo i believe it's called and she every quarter does a podcast episode like with her income statement with her balance statement what she made in her business how it's changed and I looked at that now or I listened to that and I was just like, I just appreciate that so much because that is the definition to me of women elevating women. Like, listen, this is what I made. This is how much I spent on marketing. How else are you going to learn in these wild, wild west of being an entrepreneur um, without having someone else there? And not everyone has a friend or a mentor or something like that to talk to. So being open about that, I think is so cool. I did want to speak about, though, back to like negotiating salaries a little bit on the fact that I help and I mentor a lot of people going into their interviews and I help them with their resumes. I can't even count probably like 50 to 60 people now that I've helped get their jobs. And the thing that I see the most is women just don't know how to ask or how to negotiate for more. And they think it's okay even higher up in their career to take what they're given. Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, I actually have a stat. I found that 60% of women
0: say they have never negotiated their salary. They've just taken what they've gotten uh, offered, which is kind of mind-blowing when you think about it, because I guarantee the stat for men would be much different being that I know men in my circle have no problem saying like, nope, this is what I'm worth. And then what do they get? They get that more. So it's kind of like, why aren't we speaking up?
1: exactly because we don't know and because i guess it's newer for us to be in in those types of industries but hopefully this podcast can push your butt kick you in the butt a little <laughs> to go and ask for a raise like have you ever asked for a raise you know like think yeah. about that as a listener have you ever asked for a raise i have and it's a freaking uncomfortable but you know if you're not making enough money have you thought of getting another job have you ever negotiated your salary how long have you had the same salary you are worth money. And there is ways to make more money and the word money and the word wanting to be a millionaire or the words wanting to be a millionaire and like having money goals and money dreams is not selfish. And it's not like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like people look down to it. Like, Oh, she's so self-absorbed. She wants to be a millionaire. Why, am, why is that self-absorbed? Well, ambition is
0: sexy. That's, that's what I think. I mean, <laughs> I I think it's awesome to want to make money and know your worth and then be held to that in whatever you do for business. Like you made me think of like a job interview that lasted two minutes. I'll never forget seeing the time on my phone because I, I had a radio station phone me and to see if I was interested in an opportunity that they had. And then instantly the next question was, well, how much are you looking for salary wise? And I remember saying the amount, and I think it was like $60,000, which isn't even that much, but for the market that um, it was, I can understand why they were like, nope, that was their response. Instant response was, I'm I'm sorry, we can't, we can't make that happen. And so I said, okay, well, I don't want to waste any of your time. And so I appreciate you reaching out. And that was that it was literally a two minute phone call all because my salary expectations were too high. And I look back at that now in my career and think, well, that was just an, that was just an example of learning how to stand up for my worth because I was not that desperate to move across the country to a place where I knew I wouldn't be happy for a salary like that. You know what I mean? So
1: I had to stand up and and say that. That's awesome. It's awesome. Like just having this conversation makes me think like how many friends I've had a similar conversation with, or even my husband, like when he's going into an interview, my dad even, and then like what's on everybody's mind is what do I say when they ask what I, what my salary is. And so if that's a question that you have, think about what your salary is right now, add like five to 10 grand to it. Tell them that's what you're making for your base. And then say you want between that and an extra 10 grand. So let's just say for a number's sake, I'm making 50 grand right now. If we're talking about corporate job, tell them you're looking for 55 or 60, between 60 and 70. And I guarantee you, they're going to come back with something. If they're interviewing you, I mean, in Linda's case, like the radio career is a little different, but in the corporate world, if they're interviewing you and you give a little highball, they'll give you a number that's lower and you'll take it or you won't, or you'll negotiate it to be a little higher. My last position I had um, in the corporate world, I was the highest paid one in Winnipeg. And obviously I kept that to myself because I was aware, but it's because I wasn't going to take the job and they wanted me. So I negotiated every last penny out of them. My uh, boss at that company said till the day he left that I actually interviewed him and he didn't interview me. Uh And he would laugh about it when he would introduce me to people. He would be like, this is Natalie. She interviewed me for her interview. <laughs> like What? <laughs> but you can do that. Like people look up to that. And actually, if someone's interviewing you and you have the cojones to do that, they, they respect it versus looking at you in a way that like, oh, she wants more money. And they, they see like the skill that it takes to negotiate.
0: So I have to ask, you mentioned being the highest paid. And, and so, um, I'm just curious, you held that back and I guarantee you're not the only one. Cause I know I've dealt with it where, when you know, you're making bank, <laughs> you know, I mean, it that, wasn't any bank, but, right? yeah. <laughs> but you know, in that position, you're making a, a decent amount of money and those around, you know, uh, you don't want to make those people uncomfortable. How do you deal with that? Like, you know, cause do you have to make yourself smaller because of that income? You know,
1: I think you know me, so I don't know if I would know how to make myself smaller. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think I feel like no, a lot I get of people you. struggle when they start to make money because this is something I'm dealing with right now. Like I'm coming into a higher pay grade, and I just am like accepting that I feel uncomfortable with it almost in mm. a sense.
1: Well, first of all, a lot of them didn't know. So I wasn't the highest paid in all of the company. It was just in that like people that were on the same tier as me. You know what I mean? Like managers were obviously being paid more, but I don't think they knew maybe, maybe they didn't know, but I didn't make myself any smaller. That being said, like with your situation, I always just think like, own it. Like you worked for it. You're here. You had this dream. You pushed for it. You kept going even in our in our company, like making thirty. in a couple of weeks, like talking about that feels a little uncomfortable Mm -hmm. divulging it. And it makes people think like, wow, they must be rich. Well, like you don't understand the background of business, right? So people can think what they want, but ultimately, like these are your dreams, your your goals, your accomplishments. Freaking reach for the stars. And when you get there, be proud of it and don't be like, oh, just kidding. Like, didn't mean to reach this star.
0: <laughs> that is honestly the best advice. Cause like I'm literally happy to hear that coming from, you know, growing up in an environment where making money was kind of like not talked about. So I'm very small in that sense. And now mm-hmm. that I'm coming into this. Position where I'm making a decent amount of money and I have worked my ass off to get there. I'm not really sure how to own it. So hearing you say that just kind of really gives me a lot of uh positive vibes. So thank you. I
1: think the biggest thing would be like, where in your body does that amount of money not feel accepted? So like the this is my embodiment coach. She says this all the time, but like imagine yourself swallowing the money or like swallowing the joy of the amount of money, like literally swallow and where in your body does that stop? Or does it get to go all the way to your tummy and you get to like, enjoy it and feel it? Or does it stop at your voice? Cause your voice has been cut off for so long, or does it stop at your heart? Do you feel like not worthy enough for it or something like that? Like actually physically feel where it's, like there's some kind of lock within you, probably the childhood and not not talking about money and it being like a thing, but maybe something for our therapist. Yeah, <laughs> no, honestly, share a therapist, guys. <laughs>
0: and we we can't even begin to jump into the different uh, topics about money in this episode. Maybe that's for another episode where divide in gender, right? Mm, oh like my a, gosh, yeah, world, and just like being in relationships where the breadwinner status is kind of like there's a struggle there, right? Because women are painted as like, they're not supposed to be the breadwinners. They're not supposed to make more than the man.
1: I've I've always been the breadwinner, like all the time, except when I was on mat leave. And that was, that was really cool to sit back and and be provided for and go through that type of work, inner work and all of that. But I think, yeah, I think just because I've always been like career oriented and, and made a lot of money, I've never allowed myself to get into a situation maybe where I have a friendship or a partnership that feels intimidated by it. But then I do see it around a lot, you know, or comments made by people or like, oh, she makes this amount of money. So she should be able to blah, 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 blah.
0: Why is,
1: why is that in the women's sphere? Like what kind of man is saying like, oh, he makes X, Y, and Z. So he should be able to buy, like, why are we judging each other? Right. And that's the thing
0: is like, why are we judging each other on success in in all aspects of our lives when we should be lifting each other up and patting each other on the back? Because we're all out here hustling, you know, together and we're all women. And like, just geez, the productivity that could come from working together instead of working against each other is like astronomical. So I've always asked myself the same thing.
1: And I urge you as a listener to think like to, to take a moment and take a step back and maybe journal in this, but what did you feel when I said we made 30 K in a couple of weeks? Like, did you feel a little bit of jealousy or envy? Because I know a friend who came into a good amount of cash, um, when she switched positions. And the first feeling that I had was like, must be nice to like have that much money in your bank account at once. And then I had to quickly say like, what the fuck? If you want that kind of money in your bank account, go out and make it or go out and do it. Like strive and be happy for that person. Like be happy for the people around you who are gaining success and lift them up and like help them get to the next level. And you'll get there too. And that's, I think something as women that needs to be friggin' screamed from the rooftops because like looking at someone and feeling jealous or feeling envious, isn't going to help you get to the next step. Talk to them and be like, how'd you get there? Can I buy you a coffee? We can Don't all learn from each it. other. Like we
0: can, we're all we're all very valuable in what we do, and just having that communication and opening up that line of networking with each other mm-hmm. can be so beneficial. So I just, yeah, I, I encourage and talking, to like, yeah, reach out talking about the numbers and ask, how do you make what you make? How did you get to where you got? You know, so and yeah. instead of being ashamed of it or feeling like you you can't, you know, be proud of what you've done.
1: And like one of the last things I want to say is be willing to pay for that advice. Like one of my one-on-one business coaching clients, the changes she's made over the year is astronomical. And you're not going to get that kind of information by asking someone, right? They're not going to hold your hand step-by-step and change your business or help you become an entrepreneur. But if you're willing to invest some money, that's how people get successful is they invest in themselves and they take the next level and then they invest in themselves and they get to the next level. But don't be scared to ask how much did you pay? Did you take a course? What did you do? Did you have a business coach? Like, Like, don't be scared to talk about money. I think that is the main thing I'm trying to say here. Yeah. And my (laughs) advice is like, take
0: chances. And like, if they don't feel good, if they don't feel Mm -hmm. and align with who you are as a person, then don't do it. But you're never going to grow or make that money unless you ask, unless you take that chance, unless you put yourself out there.
1: Yeah. And if you find yourself being envious or jealous of someone's salary or of someone's business success, think about that, write out a dream board, write out a goal board and make that your next goal. Reason that's coming up for you probably because you don't think you could get there or maybe because you want to get there and you're not. So put that as your next goal, as your next milestone you want to reach. For example, in full transparency, my milestone I'm trying to reach and I'm going to reach within the next few years is a $100,000 month. So I had the goal of a 10K month. I hit the 10K within my first month of business and have hit it every month since. And now my goal is to reach 100K in business. And I'm not saying I'm going to reach that tomorrow because that is not going to happen, but I heard a book, I read a book and they were all talking about their 108 months and now that's my next goal. And so that's how, when I have that spring of like jealousy, envy, whatever that feeling is like, Oh, that would be nice. And I'm like, okay, well let's make that happen. So you can do that too. It's possible. Like it's in your hands. We're going to have an episode about manifestation. So I'll teach you. Just kidding. <laughs>
0: I can relate. Like I just became debt free for like everything in my life is paid off. I feel almost nervous saying that, like I should be ashamed in a way, but in fact, like this is like a huge accomplishment as an adult to say those words debt free. So,
1: um, it's I'm going to, I'm going to wear that with some pride. So heck yes. Oh my gosh, that makes me so happy. And see, that's where I'm like, ooh, I'm a little jealous. Looks like that's going up on the goal board. <laughs> <laughs> but you and I have talked about this. Like, I'm so I frugal. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> you're frugal and different lifestyles, right? Like having a home. totally,
0: and-, and that's the thing is you can't yeah. be jealous or envious because like, I've had a friend say the same thing to me before. And it's like, I don't have kids and you have a family, you have two kids, you know what I mean? So, and it's just different for everybody. And I've had these conversations in my life where people are so quick to say like, oh, you got a brand new vehicle. Good for you. Or, oh, you're going on a trip. Good for you. Like, and it's easy to be jealous of those things, but it's like, we're all working for different goals. And everybody has different ambitions and different goals. And so you got to respect the hustle. Literally. And just a sideline, I don't have two kids. Shalinda's friend has two kids. Hypothetically to this conversation I totally. had. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Totally.
1: But I think I personally use the feelings of jealousy as like not negative feelings more so as like, Oh, looks like that's something that I want, you know, like, and, and I don't, Maybe, maybe it's a wrong word. Yeah. Mode, maybe motivation. Like, Ooh, that sounds really cool. I, I, do I want that? Do I not? And then kind of think about it, but you're right. Everybody's lives are different Then comparing is pointless.
0: Yeah. And I think that's like where I grew up seeing a lot of people around me have that envious kind of like outlook on life Mm -hmm. and that perspective.
1: But like the negative one.
0: Yeah. Like my brother and I are so different that way. Like he is so worried about his friends and their milestones in life. Like they've already had kids. They've already bought a house. They have a truck. They've got a vacation property. And like he doesn't. And I'm like, I don't understand why you constantly compare yourself to these people when they're all after different things. Like, do you want a vacation property in Maui? No, you don't even like to leave the province of Alberta. <laughs> so like, you know, why would you get envious over something like that? Right.
1: Exactly. So, yeah.
0: and so I've always had to be the, the other person to say these things to the people around me. So maybe it's giving me this beautiful, like perception of not wanting what other people have. Cause we all mm. want different things.
1: Yeah. You know? So true in the end, you're in charge of o- your own money, even though that might annoy you. And that might feel like, but well, no, I can't. I, but, no, you are. You're in charge of the money you make. And I bet you if you had to make 10K in the next 10 days, you would. Like if I said right now, you get to meet Christina Aguilera if in 10 days you make 100K or not 100K. <laughs> I mean, probably you'd still figure it out. But if you- Christina I'm Aguilera- am sorry, BRB, I'm busy making over. 100K
0: right now. Like, sorry, can't talk. <laughs> I, I got to go
1: make money. Like- but seriously, like you would make it happen, right? You'd be like, Hey mom, dad, friends, everyone donate, go fund me. Like uh, there is ways to make money. And I know it sounds crazy, but trust me, it's possible. And we'll leave you with this. It's not only possible to be sick and successful. It's possible for you. And if you haven't already, make sure you check us out on Instagram. It's at SNS creative linked in the show notes below.